Stampede. Garner isn't 155, recorded 9 4 It's tragic when someone or something has attained greatness and must then accept a true fate that nothing in this world remains the same forever, that greatness is a transitory thing. The only things achieving immortality are the pyramids in Egypt or the Mayan temples in Central America, or the lost city of the Incas Machu Picchu, high in the Andes Mountains, abandoned with the coming of the Spanish conquistadors. The truth is, in this world, things are constantly changing. It might even be true that we as a species are biologically changing. But That's a subject for another show. No, I'm talking about the bill of goods sold to Americans that will always be great. If you're honest with yourself, greatness isn't having a house with a two-car garage or you make over $200,000 a year. Perhaps that's the true tragedy that has befallen us a vain belief in a false pride. Maybe the system of consumerism has really only given us the desire to want more. Well, somewhere, somehow, wanting and getting more may not continue to be achievable. In fact, it breeds some very ugly human behavior, 
not the least of which is violence, a culture of violence that's sending our nation into decay. Recently, an individual who was evicted from an apartment set fire to the building that once housed him and other residents. But that wasn't all. He waited as his neighbors were evacuated from the building and began shooting them, attempting to kill them. Now that's a symptom of an illness that is playing out in this country. And one thing is obvious. We won't find it within greatness. We may be seeing a new air of violence directed at our leaders, and it may be straight-up assassinations done by those who are paid to protect them. say we're just in a passing phase, that America will regain its greatness. After all, millions come here every year to escape from intolerable conditions in far-off lands. Then again, it might just be they think they can work and get rich. I've forgotten when I encountered a Chinese gentleman who migrated to the United States when he was a teenager. I can't remember his profession, but I do remember the circumstances of our conversation. We met on an elephant ride somewhere in Southeast Asia. We were tourists, and our tour guide had arranged for us to experience riding on top of an elephant. But that experience wasn't what I remember most. It was the conversation I had with him. He'd lived most of his life in America and now thought it had been a mistake migrating from China to become an American citizen. He regretted that he had left China because he confessed if he had stayed, he would have become rich. I nearly forgot I was riding on top of an elephant. I understood what his motives for coming to America, thinking America wasn't the land of the free. It was a country 
with a giant sign of a dollar bill, but that didn't happen to my fellow traveler atop the elephant. And for that matter, most Americans. No, America hadn't worked out for his dream. He wanted to return to China because he could become rich there. Well, being the artist I am, I stopped dreaming I was some royal emperor riding atop an elephant, or Tarzan riding an elephant in the jungle, nor riding in antiquity during a celebration of elephants in India. I saw the real meaning of what my country was about, and it was something that couldn't be fulfilled. Becoming rich isn't the greatness of our country. That wasn't what small-town America was about. Hold bottom two inches from nostril. Close your eyes and inhale. Ask your heart what you really want. And wait for the answer. Elixir of Egypt, make up my mind for me. I'm waiting for the answer. politicians and their propagandists want to make sure you keep consuming. That's how the government is able to function. You see, the more you consume, the greater tax revenue is collected for the government. Theoretically, that's how it works. But nowadays, our government creates its own revenue by simply printing as much money as it needs. And that's accepted by economists just so long as the economy continues to produce in the private sector. 
if for some reason the economy slows down and people become concerned about the future, refraining from consuming, then things begin to unravel. If prices have been heating up and excesses begin showing up, the general public is less inclined to go out and buy a $400,000 house. For example, if you live in California, a $400,000 house may not sound too expensive, but if you put it into context, a house with that price tag today really started, let's say, at about $35,000 back in 1970. So that house has increased in price by more than tenfold. And any rational person might wonder if purchasing a $400,000 house today will increase tenfold in the future. And that's when things start to unravel. It's a little like the law of gravity. If you send a rocket up into outer space and it doesn't achieve what is called escape velocity, it'll fall back down to Earth. The truth is there's a tipping point in the price people are willing to pay for something. We know from history, economies have collapsed from inflation. And if there's an interruption in what's anticipated, prices could fall back to earth. Especially if in many places where prices were artificially driven to keep an economy rolling. They couldn't pick a better time to start in life. It ain't too early and it ain't too late. Starting as a farmer with a brand new wife Soon be living in a brand new state Brand new state Gonna treat you great Gonna give you barley, carrots and potatoes Pasture for the cattle, spinach and tomatoes Flowers on the prairie where the June bugs zoom Plenty of air and plenty of room Plenty of room swing a rope Plenty of heart and plenty of hope Oklahoma where the wind comes sweeping down the plain and the waving wheat can sure smell sweet when the wind comes right behind the rain Oklahoma every night my honey lamb and I sit alone and talk and watch a hawk making lazy circles in the sky we know we belong to the land and the land we belong to is grand and when we say no. I am my we're only saying you're doing fine Oklahoma Oklahoma
The first rule of law for any 30 or 40 year career politician is to deny everything. The second rule is to blame any malfeasance on your political opponents. And most importantly, you must at all times say you're a true patriot. You must be draped in an American flag and often suggest our system of democracy is being threatened. That's how you can get the vote out to be reelected to another term to a high federal office. It's true, I believe in conspiracies, but without any ulterior motive, I don't gain anything by suggesting there's a conspiracy to overthrow the government even if there's good reason for sweeping away the corruption or double-dealing. But a politician, especially a career politician, who could be brought up for impeachment from office if opponents are elected in an upcoming election, might claim there's a conspiracy to overthrow the government that there's a very real personal motive for claiming there's a conspiracy. Now, I don't like siding with any politician, especially those who cling to power by claiming there's a conspiracy to bring down the country. I do see the illness of violence that's playing out on a daily basis, and what it means to the fabric of our society. But the truth of the matter is, if the Republican Party regains control of the U.S. Congress in November, I'd be willing to bet attempts to impeach our sitting president is a real possibility. And this time, it'll be successful. President Biden's recent speech claiming to be about the soul of the nation was nothing more than an attempt to save his presidency. Mr. Biden realizes if Republicans gain control of the U.S. Congress, they'll seek retribution for what the Democrats tried to do in the previous administration, attempting to impeach their president.
Predicting the future isn't easy, especially when it comes to a president and his vice president being impeached. It would take a significant change in the House of Representatives and Senate to successfully remove Biden and Harris for incompetence or endangering the lives of millions of Americans. I can't say exactly what would occur if the Republican Party took control of both houses, but words like retribution, retaliation, and revenge come to mind. If there's a financial crisis caused by increased inflation with shortages of fuel and even higher prices for food or a military skirmish, with the Chinese Navy and the Taiwan Straits. If abductions, carjackings, looting, and daily killings keep increasing, if local school board meetings result in parents disrupting proceedings, if there are attempts at shooting Supreme Court justices, congressmen, senators, local politicians, police, and federal agents, then a crisis in leadership will inevitably result with Biden and Harris being removed from office. The Speaker in the House of Representatives will be next in line to take power in the executive branch in the government. Kevin McCarthy, the present ranking member of the House of Representatives, will be the next speaker. And once the Republicans take over, he'll be next in line to be president. What will follow will be attempts to revoke presidential orders and signed legislation during Biden's time in office, promoted by the new administration. If what I say takes place, you can expect to see our military in the streets of many cities in this country. Generals will be put in front of the cameras claiming they will restore law and order. If what I say is true, then a second civil war will have begun in this country. bottle two inches from nostril, close your eyes and inhale. Ask your heart what you really want and wait for the answer. Elixir of Egypt, make up my mind for me. I'm waiting for the answer.
This week on Garner Isn't, you first heard the music of West Dylan Thordson from the 2019 movie Glass, Cycles. Then more work by Thordson, Physics, followed by Shirley Jones singing Out of My Dreams from Rodgers and Hammerstein's 1955 musical Oklahoma, continuing with the signature piece, Oklahoma, with Gordon McRae. Then from the 1985 movie, Day of the Dead, music by John Harrison, the main title. Then to close, a repeat of Shirley Jones's premiere performance from Oklahoma, Out of My Dreams. Stampede, written and performed by Edward Garner in Morro Bay and Paso Robles, California.